Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Old-time Big Ten football. Yeah. Touchdown, Purdue! Let's do this one more time. Um, the game this week, the bucket game, the 98th bucket game. Um, they've played longer than that, IU and Purdue. They've played um, for 124 times previously in program history, but the old Oaken bucket didn't come into play until the early 1900s. The rivalry dates back all to the 1891, I think, is their very first meeting, and Purdue won like 60 to nothing. Then the year after that, they won 68 to nothing. If you if you are uh, going back into the history of this game. And, I mean, guys, this is just a game that is between two teams that are just trying to get to the finish line. And, and I think they're coming at it from just slightly different perspectives, slightly different situations. Um, you have a, a team in Indiana that is trying to save its coach's job and a first year head coach with Purdue that is trying to gain some positive momentum going into the off season where you have a good recruiting class. You feel like you have pieces that are coming back that are going to be experienced because they've been playing, uh, this season with a lot of those younger guys. So. I think maybe two programs, maybe they have the same record, maybe ten, trending in just slightly di- different direct, different, jeez, di- a Pete, if I could speak, uh, different directions here. So let's talk about it. See if we can gather anything that'll be illuminating. I'm gonna definitely try because this is a game that's not going to be uh, all that fun to watch. Maybe it was. It's a rivalry game. Throw the records out. Let's not even talk about them anymore, except for maybe one or once or twice. This is the Behind the Rails of the Purdue Football Podcast on the Believe Network, presented by Bet Online. The holiday season is off and rolling. The NFL is in full stride, and the NBA and NHL seasons are hitting their mid-season form. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, with up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Bet Online is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And it's not just the big four. Bet Online has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is played. From MMA to international soccer, head to Bet Online and remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Um, these two teams, like I said, meeting for the 125th time in their program's history. Um, if you're watching the show and you're normally um, a, an avid listener or watcher on YouTube, um, we are in a different location. It might sound just a little bit different. Um, we're in the bedroom. Don't want to get too scandalous, but um, the office is uh, being 
currently occupied by some family that is here for Thanksgiving. So if uh, you do celebrate Thanksgiving, which I believe probably most of us here in the Midwest do, um, hopefully you have our uh, listening to this on the way to your Thanksgiving. If you're traveling, um, you know, just to give you a 20 to 30 minute break from listening to music that's on repeat on the radio or to your old sports show that is boring and mundane. And you might think this is boring and I try not to make it be. I try to have a little bit of fun with it because you got to have some fun when you're talking about a three win team. And this week we get to talk about two of them. These two teams have combined to win two games since the calendar flipped to October. And both of them come recently. Um, a couple weeks ago, Indiana beat Wisconsin. Purdue beat, gosh, Minnesota. I had a brain fart. It's it's been a very rarity that we've talked about wins on this on this program here this this year. So it's it's it should come easily because they have so few wins. But after you watch this team, everything starts to blend together. If you're an IU, if you're a Purdue fan or an IU fan as well, because you've kind of seen the same kind of crap over and over again. And it's just teams, both of these teams shoot themselves in the foot. Both these teams have mediocre at best defenses when you look at the numbers. Their offenses aren't very good either. I mean, if you look at like the national rankings for things that, uh, the NCAA keeps track of IU only does like one thing that ranks in the top 35 and that's penalties. Um, the, they're like one of the fewest penalized teams in the country. Uh, Purdue's top thing is, you know, rushing offense, which has come online here in the last few weeks. So that's one thing that you can kind of hang your hat on if you are Purdue. And I just think that this is going to be a, a week that Purdue is still going to be able to run the ball a lot and have success with it. You're getting Hudson Carr back. You're getting Nick Scorton back, uh, according to Ryan Walters in his press conference this week. So I think that the offense will run much more smoothly than it did with Ryan Brown or Bennett Meredith last week. So if Hudson Card is available, healthy. I don't expect him to be 100%. I don't think he's been 100% since the Illinois game. And we'll see how much he uses his legs. I think you have a defense that is kind of like Purdue's where you have some standouts. You know, Aaron Casey for IU is one of their best guys. He has um, six straight games with at least eight tackles. Um, He's on pace to break 100, 100 tackles uh, this season. Casey is um, incredible. Um, he's been all over the field. PFF ranks him very high um, pro football focus. Uh, Andre Carter, uh, Josh Swignetti, uh, also a, another guy on the defense that you should be looking at on the back end, um, has a, a kind of ball hawking kind of skills. Um, I, I just think that Andre Carter is going to be the one to watch, you know, getting after, Hudson card in the, in the backfield or breaking through and making tackles on Tyrone Tracy, um, who I, I think is going to be a hundred percent to go this week um, with, with what uh, Ryan Walters alluded to this week. So I, I just think this is an opportunity for Purdue to finish the season strong. It's the same for IU. Um, 
you know, get that fourth win doesn't really mean a, a ton, but and if you think about IU and where they're at, Tom Allen's he he had the program at a really high level during 2020, and they were a top 10 team uh, with Michael Penix on the roster, and ever since then, back downhill to where IU has been for the majority of its program. Um, most years, IU is, you know, between four and seven wins, depending on how good they are offensively most of the time. Most of the time, they've been pretty me- mediocre to very bad on defense, and they've had these high-flying offenses. And they've, under Tom Allen, more than likely been a defensive forward team, uh, even though still the defenses have never been super spectacular. Uh, they, they've they played well against the the big three in the Big Ten East, uh, for the most part, aside from Michigan. They only played well with them for about a quarter. I think they led seven to nothing after the first quarter. Uh, but against Penn State and Ohio State, those games were, you know, at least close for a long time, you know, all the way back in the season opener for the Ohio State game. Uh, but recently against Penn State, they were able to hold them down and, and had that game within the grass in the fourth quarter on the road uh, as well. So I, I think if IU shows up for a big game, um, um, or a game that you know has some stakes to it, or is a, a team that's better than them. I think they play to that level, and I I think that defensively is is they are better than their offense. Their offense is pretty average. Um, they have some playmakers, Jalen Lucas. I'm not sure if he's going to play. Uh, I, I think he really didn't have an impact. He didn't have any catches or anything of significance last week against Michigan State. Um, Donovan McCauley uh, is their top receiver, and he's really shined over the last handful of games. Um, they have a decent enough rushing attack. Brendan Sorsby runs a little bit as well, and that's given Purdue some sort of trouble um, uh, this season when you're talking about a mobile quarterback. But for the most part, they've held them in check. So I, if you're going to put the game on Swordsby's shoulder, I think you should be fine. I think if you play a similar level to what you've been playing here in these last um, two weeks, you should win this game. I mean, if you just have a more veteran quarterback, if Hudson Card plays that game last week against Northwestern, they win. There's no doubt in my mind they win. But you have a couple of backup quarterbacks that are inexperienced running a simplified version of the offense. And Ryan Brown was the only one who really was competent enough to uh, run that offense with confidence and do some things that, you know, weren't really, um, you know, playing to Benedict Meredith's strengths. Brown ran the ball quite a bit and Hey, we'll see if Brown actually does, you know, get a few snaps and and actually run it, um, you know, run a read option and, and keep it and see if he can get, you know, a big chunk yardage. I think he did that a handful of times where he picked up some significant yards last week. So let's see if he can do that uh, this week. So let's see if he gets in the game. I think if he he would probably take priority over Meredith if you're, they were going to play uh, – uh, play two quarterbacks or spell card to try and keep him healthy 
for four quarters on Saturday. But it's it's going to be a game that I, I think is going to be close. I think with both these teams and how they have played recently, um, you know, IU has been in both of their games the last two weeks. They went to overtime with Illinois. Uh, they lost uh, last week against Michigan State, where they probably should have won um, or at least taken that game to overtime as well. They missed a game-tying field goal in the last minute or two. So IU has been there with the teams that are on similar level as them, and they've played up to the competition that's better than them. So I'm expecting IU to play to the level of Purdue or, you know, play up as 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 a rivalry game should be played. I think it'll be a game that Purdue needs to win for some potential recruiting battles. Um, they need to win for some positive momentum going into the offseason. Uh, I think that a game like this can have um, some effect on certain guys and and maybe unless they've already made the decision that hey we're we're gonna leave but uh, or we're gonna jump in the transfer portal uh ryan walters spoke a little bit to that on monday that you know it would i think he might have may have may have had some conversation with some guys but he said if there's a surprise or two that it 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 would be you know, surprising. Um, I think they they, mer- they might be a couple, but he said that if if Walters wants them to stay, he feels that more than likely they'll keep him. So, um, I I would expect you know handful, maybe more to jump in the portal. But if they have eligibility and they want to see this thing through with Walters for one more year. I think if you bring in a recruiting class, you bring in some portal transfers, you keep some of the productive pieces that you've had on your roster this year. I think you could be looking at a team that is going to be better than this season's team. And maybe those, you know, close wins or close losses to Northwestern, those games that you're in to the very end against, you know, Syracuse, Fresno State, Iowa, uh, Nebraska for the for the longest time those turn into wins maybe maybe not but I think that there is still some talent on this team uh, I think that it's not just going to be a, a year that is going to be um, as bad as it was this year I think Walters will make some some pretty sweeping changes um, Hopefully, I think on the offensive side, it's needed. I know had some commenters in the YouTube um, uh, stream of of the recap show of the game last week and was like, how could you be calling for, you know, some changes when you have. And he said, you know, young coaches across the board. And I don't think Graham Harrell's a young coach. He's been around the game for a long time. I mean, he. He's been he played back in the early 2000s and he's had stops as an offensive coordinator and nobody has really felt happy about him. I gave him a chance because I think at West Virginia, he wasn't, you know, the all out play caller. Um, He wasn't the one that was 
calling the plays. It was Neil Brown. It was Neil Brown's offense. And I was giving Ryan Walter or Ryan Walters a chance to hand it over to Graham Harrell and see if he would be, you know, more open. And I just don't like the, some of the decisions. And we've been talking about it all season long, especially in the short yardage situations. And it's just something that we haven't been able to, you know, see a whole lot of progress in. Um, when you get down inside the five with this team, you're thinking, what are we going to do besides run the ball up the middle? Because I can guarantee you at least once or twice that it's going to be a run up the middle. And that's that's just not how you want to run this team. So let's talk a little bit more about this game. Um, I think Purdue needs to have a much better start than what it did against Northwestern. You can't just let a team go down and score in four plays like it did the last two weeks. You can't give IU momentum. I think there's going to be a, a good good enough crowd that you want to keep this this these fans engaged the entire time right from the start. And I I don't think IU has the firepower to just absolutely, you know, score 40 points in this game. I don't see this being a back and forth game. I see in this game game playing out like it has, you know, for quite some time um, or for the last few weeks for both these teams. I know, I know IU put up over 40 points in their overtime loss to Illinois, but um, I, I don't think that is going to be the case. I think uh, Illinois defense just went straight downhill this year. Um, I thought they were going to be a ton better, but I just think, defensively both teams are good enough they do things that are good enough um that will st- stop the opposing team i think produce front seven going up against a, an experienced a big offensive line for iu um can cause some problems for for the boilermakers but i, I still think they'll get pressure on soresby i think they'll be still be able to slow down the rushing attack i, I just don't think that iu is going to be able to run all over them they're going to have to beat them through the air like teams have um, and when you have, you know, Zion Steptoe, Derek Rogers, um, Marcavius Brown out there, and you're going to be able to throw on this team as you have. Um, I will, I would like to see some improvement from Zion Steptoe uh, because he got burnt early. I, I think he played better as the game went on, though, but there were still too many times early on. And, and we'll see if IU tries to pick on him. Um, I would. I would game plan to pick on him. Um, but I just don't think IU has enough um, explosiveness uh, outside of Lucas, and we'll see what what his production will be like, if any, um, going into this week. Um, if you can hold down McCauley, uh, I, I think IU has been kind of beat up at that position this season, so we, we'll have to see. I think Purdue's offense will be able to run I think they'll still be able to move the ball like they have effectively here in these last few weeks. Um, and, and I think the offense has been able to move on its opponents for the majority of its games this season. It's about finishing drives and finishing them with touchdowns. Um, you can't, you can't go into this game wanting to settle for field goals. First of all, your field goal unit has been so bad this year that I wouldn't trust it at all. So I I would hope that the offense continues to do its thing, continues to hammer the run game, because 
IU is not super taught up front that I still still think you should be able to run on this defense. So uh, I know um, we promised um, Shannon Griffith. He has uh, been sick, um, so he was not able to do the preview with me like uh, we had hoped. Maybe we can uh, get together on a recap show, which, uh, as you know, will come out on a Sunday morning after the game on Saturday. So thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully you guys are having a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Uh, my prediction on this game before we get out of here, uh, I'm going to predict predict a Purdue win. Not going to give a score. I just I just think they'll win. If, I think they'll win by by a close margin, margin less than a touchdown. So that's that's what I'm thinking. Um, if you look at the betting lines provided by Bet Online, it's it's a minus three for Purdue. They're favored by three points, but when you get three points for home field advantage um, across the board, it's not really. Uh, it's kind of like a pick 'em type game, over under about fifty points. So. It's, you know, a game in the 20s, a game in the 20s. And that's why I, why I think it'll be a game in the 20s that'll be separated by less than a touchdown. So hopefully it's an entertaining game. Hopefully it's entertaining throughout um, or it's Purdue domination, which could happen. Who knows? So thank you so much for joining me out here from the comforts of my bedroom. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the Behind the Rails of Purdue Football. Make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you follow me on social media if you would like. But make sure you follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts or watch on YouTube as well. The show has been presented by Bet Online. I've been your host, Bryce Vance. And I will see you guys on Sunday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.